Apple Dateline. You've seen the cuties run, it's found in the night spot. Equally fabulous from the Egyptian sands. New York Pillar, April 5th. Headline, Carlisle Expedition. The expedition will perform researches in London under the auspices of the Penkew Foundation before continuing to Egypt next month. Readers may recall the enormous party which Mr. Carlisle, now 24, gave in the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. Since then, scandal But he has never become tarnished in the eyes of Manhattanites. Members of the expedition have been reluctant to reveal their purpose in Egypt. Other expedition members, renowned Egyptologist Sir Aubrey Penkin, fashionable Freudian psychologist accompanies two parallel researches into ancient pictographs. Miss Hypatia Masters, a link to the past of Carlisle, will act as photographer and archivist. Mr. Jack Brady, intimate to Mr. Carlisle, accompanies the group as general secretary. New York Pillar, July 4th, 1919. Headline, Carlisle, Cairo, Sir Aubrey, Temporary Spokesman for Carlisle Expedition. Well-known rest, unquote. Sir Aubrey debunked rumors that the expedition had discovered clues to the legendary wealth of the lost mines of King Solomon, maintaining that the party was going on safari, quote, in respite from our sandy labors, unquote. This edition was unavailable for comment, still suspect. Discussing that unfortunate incident, local experts declared Egypt entirely too hot for Anglo-Saxons at this time of year, and suggested that the young American had not been well served by his democratic enthusiasm, rumored to have led him to as well as Egyptologist Sir Aubrey Penhew of the United Kingdom. 
the expedition left Nairobi on August 3rd, ostensibly on safari, but rumor insisted that they actually were after legendary biblical treasures. Carlisle and his party reportedly to the northwest of Nairobi.
friends, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Masks of Nyarlathotep. It was written by Larry Dottilio, Lynn Willis, Mike Mason, Lynn Hardy, Paul Fricker, and Scott Doward, and it's available from Chaosium. Our game master is Morgan Llewellyn, and this is episode seven. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Morgan? Thanks, Tom. Um, where we had last left our investigators was um, leaving the pyramids that they found in the highlands of Peru in 1921. It is now 1925, a very cold January in the U.S. And on January 3rd, each of our investigators received a telegram from none other than Jackson Elias. I have information concerning Carlisle expedition. Stop. Need reliable investigative team. Stop. Meet January 15th, New York. Stop. Jackson Elias. Now, not knowing where Jackson wanted to meet them, the investigators having kept in touch over the years, um, all decided to convene on the 15th at the new Grand Hotel in Manhattan. We're going to start with Octavius. Uh, gentlemen, uh, nice to see you all. I, I suppose your trips from wherever you were, uh, you made it okay? It's cold. Mm. It is well, cold let it... here. I thought America was meant to be warm. Not, not only is it cold, but due to some recent snowstorms, um, wandering the streets of New York has been quite an adventure of its own. The snow is kind of just piled up high uh, over your head, off to the side, clearing ways for the cars. Um, so you just feel like you're walking through corridors of, of snow and traffic. Yeah, difficult times. So uh, you all got the same telegram I did, I suppose, huh? Yeah, from, from Jackson. Yep. Um, where are you guys all staying? You're all staying at different hotels or? Uh, I actually managed to snag a room in the in our meeting place hotel. This one. Oh, so you're here in the Grand. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Me, me and Hauser are staying here as well. Yeah. Oh well, excellent. I'm glad. I'm glad you all took my recommendations. So, I don't know where Jackson is or where we're supposed to meet him. I suppose I could call. Uh, I could call Jonah, see if he knows. Let me go ahead and do that. So I'm going to go over to uh, the phone booth and call Joe, Jonah Kensington. Uh, this is Prospero House. You've reached Jonah. Uh, yeah, hey, Jonah. It's, it's you. Jonah, it's, uh, it's Octavius Fox. Octavius. How you doing? Um, I'm in town because Jackson seemed to want to talk to us about something. I think he's got a new project. Yes, yes. Uh, he, he had stopped by um, here briefly. Um, do, you have any idea, do you have any idea where he's staying? Um, no, he didn't tell me. Oh, Jesus. Uh, he, he told me that he uh, had some notes. He sent over some documents, uh, which I have, uh, but I haven't seen him today. Uh, he seemed, uh, I don't know, eager. When was the last time you saw him? Yesterday? Yesterday. Well, he told us that he wants to see us, to meet him on the 15th. He didn't give us a, a place. Um, uh, if where, he where calls, if he calls, we're at the new grand. 
And the new ground? Okay, I will. Yeah. If I see him, I'll pass that along. All right, we're all uh, uh, we're all hanging out in the in the lobby. We're probably going to go get drinks. But oh, wait. <laughs> we're going to go get yeah. coffee at the coffee bar. Yeah, sure you are, Fox. Hey, listen, if you ever get a spare moment, you should stop by, catch up on some old times. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll I can be over there tomorrow if you want. Just uh. Oh well, that would be that that would be great. I'm sure we'll be working together again real soon. Oh yes, most definitely. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Jonah doesn't know where he is. Says he was there yesterday, so he's here somewhere. I left a message, told him we were here. We could Hmm. check with the uh, the hotel. Um, Actually, no, not necessarily. He wouldn't be at this particular hotel. Be one in a million shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I doubt that he'd be at the Waldorf Astoria. He couldn't afford that. I could afford that. I could afford that. Let's go get some coffee. Yeah, sounds good. Sign me up. It's um, cold out there. On our way out, I'm just going to, um, just for the hell of it, swing by the front desk and ask if there's a Jackson Elias staying at this hotel. Now, something, something to note. Um, Given that uh, the Jackson Elias um, is black, uh, this hotel would not. Ah, uh, uh, right. Well, that could narrow. So it, it does. It does it narrow be... it down a bit. Yeah. Um, to New in New York City. Yeah, there's only like three or four black people I, in all of New York City. Right. Come on. <laughs> be but, I mean, in by, by a bit, I mean, yeah, New York is a is a big place. So yeah. Yeah. But hotels that would let him stay. Depends on where. Right? Yeah. So you still yeah. don't know. It's still. I mean, is he in Brooklyn, Manhattan? Harlem. Um, could be anywhere. Yeah. 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 Um, we'll just have to wait until, until we hear from him. Uh, but I left a message for them. So I, I want to use the, the coffee bar here in the hotel. Uh, and I'm going to tell the concierge that if we get a message from him to call, we'll be in here. I will let you know right away if we hear anything, sir. All right. Thank you very much. I'm sure we've had a, uh, 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 like a card, like Jackson's card, office card, or something like that. Does that have a? He doesn't usually hold an office. He he travels all over the place all oh, the okay. time. So, so we never his got office it. is his room. But you know what? It said something in his thing about the Carlisle expedition. You guys remember the Carlisles? Yes. Big yeah. wealthy family. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what uh, that's all about. They all killed went, right in Africa, right? They all well, they all yeah, they all disappeared supposedly, except for. I think his his sister Erica went looking for him. Um, I met him. I met him a long time ago. Yeah. I met him back in uh, 1918 or so. What what was he like? Yeah, rich. uh, 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 Likes, you know, playboy likes to flaunt his money. He likes to play around with the ladies. Nah, Americano. (laughs) But, you know, kind of. Yeah, it reminds me of when I was a kid, you know. Uh, I've always been sort of an adventurous spirit, and maybe I was a little bit like him back then. Um, but he got this whole going to Egypt thing, and I mean, lots of us have gone to Egypt. Um, I think that he just got he got into some trouble. We don't know what. I remember in the... Uh... I mean, it was a while ago, but um, so the, as you say, he started in Egypt and then they went off to Africa and then they got killed by tribesmen. 
well, that's certainly is plausible. This weather not doing too well for you, Morris. Blasted bloody weather. Yeah. I was in Mexico before this. Oh, oh how's Mexico? Dear. Um, yeah, mixed. Um, I, 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 I went into Mexico um, quite a rich man. I was a very rich man when I was in Guatemala. Yeah. I, I, I entered the U.S. substantially less wealthy. Quite honestly, Mexico is just a little too close to South America for my taste. <laughs> That's why I'm all the way up here at the top of the United States. <laughs> I, I, I like the, the pace of life in the Latin countries. So I, I, I prefer it. Less stodgy. Less stifling. It's a bit too proper up here. Well, as I recall... There are quite a few people on that expedition. There's some psychologist or oh, uh, I don't remember. Some, some there was, there was quite an, an interesting group um, that went on that thing. Well, we could. Um, I mean, it was all in the papers. We could go by the the library and get some uh, some records if we if you want to look into it. My guess is that uh, Jackson's probably got all that stuff uh, ready to show us. That was, well, geez, back in 19, what is it, 1920, 1919? It was a few years before our little adventure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was, a pen, it was Penhew That's who right. was in charge of that expedition. Aubrey, Aubrey Penhew. Yeah, I remember his name. Um, and then Roger, Roger was there, and Houston, uh, Robert Houston, that was the name of the psychologist. Um, and uh, let's see, there was that lady, um, Hypatia, Hypatia Masters. I think she was part of that expedition. Hypatia. What's that? Hypatia. Oh, is that how you pronounce your name? Yeah. Whatever. So. <laughs> uh, let's see. There was a some sort of a an archivist, uh, uh, and um, well, Roger was the big name. Everybody knew that name. Well, he was, was the money, wasn't he? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, he had that big party back in uh, Manhattan. Um, that's that's the one that I met him at. Uh, fancy, fancy schmancy, you know, showing off all of his money. Yeah, he wasn't wanting for money. But they all disappeared. Well, I mean, Jackson's obviously found something. He said it's, you know, he wanted us here because something about the Carlisle expedition. So... I remember there were rumors that they they were looking for the lost mines of Solomon, but I also seem to recall that that was debunked later on. That they they said they were never looking for anything like that. Um, just trying to remember all the things that uh, that that were in that. Uh, I, I, yeah. 
as you're sitting there talking, eventually you see the, the concierge kind of comes over and says, Mr. Fox. Uh, yeah. Um, I have a, a man on the line for you. Oh, excellent, excellent. Uh, just excuse me, gentlemen. So I go on over, I pick up the phone. Hello, is this Jackson? Fox? Yeah, yeah, Jackson. Thank God, thank God you, you come. Have you seen the others? Yeah, we're all here waiting for you. We don't know where to meet you. Well, uh, he gets really quiet. He says, room 410, Hotel Chelsea. Hotel Chelsea, okay. 8 p.m. Where is that? 8 p.m. Uh, uh, West 23rd Street, uh, between 7th and 8th Avenues. Listen. Okay, what was the number, what was the street, or the room number again? Uh, 410. 410. Or 410, I guess. Are you okay? You sound you sound upset. Well, my, well, my friend, there's so so much to tell you. So much, so much bigger than I had I had guessed. They they're 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 they've got eyes on me, Fox. I uh, listen. Can't can't be too careful. Can't be too careful. Listen, this looking into the lark, and this has been so much more than I ever could have dreamed or wanted or. So much. 8 p.m. All right, 8 p.m. We'll you be there. Let me be there, and and watch your watch yourself, Fox. And that was the Chelsea Hotel. Chelsea Hotel. Chelsea. Hotel Hotel. Chelsea. All right, we'll be there. Sure, sure thing. Click. Huh. Ah, uh, hey guys. So that was him. Uh, he seems Jackson? upset about he seems upset about something, but he wants us to be there at 8 p.m. tonight. Oh, he's staying at the Chelsea Hotel, um, room 410. He said 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, I know that area, I think. Yeah, so do we know if that area is like a like a nice area or like it's dodgy at all? So that area, it's, it's in Manhattan. Okay. Um, so it's fairly close to where you are at right now. Um, it's a nicer area. Okay. Yeah, so see, they do let people of color into the some of the hotels. It's just some of them are a little oh, snooty than others. Um, so what do you guys want to do until then? And uh, the time now is? So we'll just say it's about 5 o'clock. Yeah. About maybe until. have an early dinner and then meet uh, Jackson. Let, let me treat y'all to dinner. What would you like? <laughs> Well, I won't say no to that, Fox. I didn't think you would. <laughs> Thank you. Let's let's hey, have a nice the, meal. The weather outside is calling for uh, a nice hearty soup, I think. Yeah. Soup? I totally Joking. thought he was going to say the weather outside is frightful. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's frightful, but you know, the, I'm not going to say it. Um <laughs> So let's yeah, uh we've we've all heard the Christmas songs a little too much recently. So let's uh let's head on over to the this nice place across the street. Uh have ourselves some uh, soup, some steaks, potatoes. Uh it's a little harder to find, uh Hauser. Uh think of it as thicker Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys gotta come to New Orleans sometimes and try some gumbo. Yeah, I've had gumbo. Gumbo's nice. That is good. 
Got that andouille sausage. My favorite thing, though, in New Orleans is the beignets, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I've just been uh, trading house out of the uh, New Orleans cuisine for the last couple of weeks. Oh, that's nice. As you can tell by the extra 10 pounds I have now. Thank you, Chris. My pleasure. All right, let's go. uh, Yeah, so I guess we'll we'll all head over to the restaurant across the street. And spend some time eating. Jesus, it's cold. Yes, a very even that brief walk across the street, very cold. Um, snow is blowing off of the drifts. Um, just very, very miserable outside. Well, have a heavy coats and a galoshes. So, what have y'all been up to? Well, uh, me and Hauser actually have been uh, investigating a slew of murders in New Orleans. Um, really? Yeah, there's. I think there's been uh, about five, five or six uh, deaths, and they all seem to be uh, like they've got a, a cultish feel to them. We're really? Actually, it, yeah, which is strange because we were actually going to be reaching out to Jackson since you know it's kind of his thing. Yeah. And uh, that was what the, the coincidence of just before we were about to contact him, we got the telegram, which we thought was strange to say yeah. the least. I can, I can see him being very interested in that. Yeah. So what, what sort of is the commonality there? You think it's the same people? Well, one thing I noticed each of the bodies had unusual markings right next to them, not on the body, but next to where they were found. On the ground. Most yeah, on the ground or on the wall or something like that. A couple of them had some, uh, did have like strange cuts on them though, like on their actually, like on their skin. Strange, strange cuts and like, they, it, it kind of almost like they were designed, but I mean, I don't know. I, I, I've got some, uh, some, some of the uh, the the photos in my luggage at back up the room. I was going to show Jackson. Maybe he knew. Uh, yeah, well, that knew sounds really interesting. Something. Um, but yeah, we. I mean, Hauser was just there. Uh, you know, he's been in New Orleans for the last couple of weeks, just visiting me and and uh, investigating some of the the more uh, paranormal things uh, going on in that town. Um, introduced him to my uh, my friend Theodore, and. Um, but then these murders started, and uh, yeah, it's it's been interesting. Well, I can see a book coming out of that. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, we did really well, we we did really good on the Hungry Dead. That was, uh, I mean, you know, Jackson had to kind of tone down some of the shit that happened to us. Well, but, exactly. Uh, yeah, as you can see, I'm back to my, uh, you know, my normal <laughs> size. Yeah, yeah that took took me like two years to gain back that. What have you been up to, Fred? Oh, well, uh, been helping out with the college. Um, n- thankfully, uh, nothing supernatural. <laughs> nothing mm. nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah. Um, it's been good. It's been good. Uh, Kay has let me watch the kid a couple times, so. Well, that's nice. Patching things up. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I saw you was at the wedding, but uh, my wedding, not your wedding. Mm-hmm. 
God, what a mess that was. Well, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You have my condolences. That yeah, harpy. Uh, you know, she was just a very strong-willed woman and I'm a very strong-willed man. And that seemed very exciting and passionate in the beginning, but boy, did it wear thin. <laughs> well, so she's gone her way, I've got mine. We all had a good time, Fox, that's for sure. And I'll tell you what, I'll sing at your next wedding as well. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, just tell me in English, though. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> Sorry. The French, you know, they got some good songs out there. Well, I know I'm full. Ugh. Oh, right, thanks again, Fox. This is good. It's got to be the best, best piece of steak I've ever had. Yeah. See, we should be, yeah, nice and bloody. That's the way it's delicious. Uh, all right. Do you, uh, you guys want to head out? Grab a yeah, cab? Let's, I think we're going to have to grab a cab. cab. Yeah. Mm. Grab right, so. sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so getting a cab is no problem. Um, it takes you there. You arrive at the hotel. Maybe you're like 755. Um, at the Hotel Chelsea. Um, pretty close. All right. Um, you said a 410, what? room 410, right? Yeah. So what, it's uh, 750 now? You guys want to just go up? Yeah. yeah. Let's go. All right. Is there an elevator or do we have to take this on? Four. There is an elevator. Yeah. It's going to be on four. It's uh, four, 410, was that the room? Yeah, yeah 410. Mm -hmm. And the elevator operator ushers you in. Sends you uh, Mr. Carter, how are you doing? Uh, <laughs> and we go up to the fourth floor. Uh, here it is, 410. Hey, uh, Elias, we're here. You wait for a moment. And there is no response. Jackson. Nothing. Hmm. Is there any like um Try like the cleaning door. ladies or maids or anything? Uh you don't you the... don't see any any cleaning ladies or maids. You try the door, it's locked. Is is it, is it there's no sound nothing? Maybe you're up check. against the door. Take a listen check, check everybody. I... Oh, Made oh, baby. 51. We're, start, we're starting strong. Yep. No, hard. that's a fail for me. <laughs> Go hard pass. I, I have a two on listen. Nice. Oh, so Frederick, you got an extreme. Yeah, Freddie has the pin drop. <laughs> okay, so, so Christopher's, he's looking around for a maid, so he's not really listening. Hauser and Morris, you two pass? Yeah, standard. Um, hard. You... You don't. You two don't really hear anything. Uh, Octavius, <coughs> you you hear what might sound like somebody creeping around in the room, like like a very floor. very light floorboard, something getting being shuffled. Um, but Frederick, you faintly hear this last kind of gasp of air. And then everything goes silent for everybody. Can't hear anything. Shh. 
What did you hear? I, I can I, hear somebody creeping around in there. I heard a gasp. And, and, yeah, not only was it, it was almost like, it's just so, it, was, it sounded like somebody, like, an incredible amounts of pain getting choked off. It breaks in the fucking dorm. In the room? Yeah, make, All right. In the room. Make a strength check. Jackson. <laughs> oh, two. Okay, yeah. so. It's the second two in a row. Slams into the door, <laughs> right next to the door handle. It flies open, and what you see is a disaster. The room is in shreds. Desks overturned, papers everywhere, boxes shattered. You see three men standing in the room. Uh, you have two, two of them are black, one of them is white. They all have these red cloths tied around their head. All of them are holding rather large looking jungle knives. One is standing out by the window near the fire escape. One is right next to the door. And another one is in the center of the room, standing over Jackson, who has been cut open and his guts splayed oh all over God. the floor. Nice. Everybody make a sand check. God. Good. 35. Pass. 83. I'm rolling good. 04. <laughs> oh, man. It's two plus two. Nice. Getting ready for those 99s when we need them. <laughs> um, I got a 69, which is a pass. Okay. You lose one point if you pass. Wow. A failure is going to be 1d4 plus one. Okay. I'm going to drop my gun and shoot the guy behind the door. Well, I'm at the back of the pack. Like, I'm the back of the group. All right. Uh, what kind of, what's the layout of the room? Is is there like a kitchenette? Yeah, there's like a little, so you, like there's like a bed. Um, Jackson's kind of at the foot of that. Um, everything's tossed around, drawers pulled open. There's a little bathroom off the one side, a little kitchenette to the other. A very, very small room. Um, and nobody lost five or more points. I mean, five max. Three. Okay. So as you are drawing your gun, Octavius, the man that is standing next to you at the door is going to swing at you with his knife. Okay. Nice. Uh, Would you like count. to fight back or dodge? Well, I'm falling backwards as I'm shooting, so <laughs> right. I'm right. kind of dodging. <laughs> okay. Uh, I did just go through the door. I got my dodge by three points. Okay. If that's what I was running. So with dodge, that you you your success beats his success because it's a dodge. So you barely move yourself out of the way as him. As the rest of you see this knife kind of flash out oh. from the side of the door frame. So you want to play? All right. So Fox, since you have a gun. That will bump you to the top of initiative, so. Oh, three. Yeah. Okay, so that's a piercing. <laughs> what is with my dice tonight? I like I got you. those checked no. out. Mess with five. So that's going to be, what's max damage on that? Oh, uh, max damage is 
1d10 plus 2, so that's 12 points. So that's 12. Uh, you don't need to roll the extra damage. So you just put a bullet in between this guy's eyes. Okay, and, and I probably land on my back at the same time because yep. I was so, falling back. You did the Max Payne bullet time dive. <laughs> All right, what is everybody else doing? Drawing trench knife going forward. Yep, I'm, I'm charging in. And if okay, there's a... Right. Uh, I'm, I'm charging in with him. Yep. If Did there's a the cutting guys? board, I'm going to grab the cutting board. All right, um, so you're heading to the kitchenette to grab a cutting board. No. Officer's drawn his trench knife. Morris is charging in. And Christopher? Did you say there was one guy on the fire escape? There was one guy by the window who was now crawling out of said window. Okay. And the, other, a... and the other guy who was still alive is rushing over there to join him. Okay. Um, is there a fire escape in the hallway? Like, if, is there like a way to the fire escape from where I am in the hallway? Um, no. Okay, I'm going to... You'd have yeah, to I'm book it all the way down the hall and find another yeah. way, but there. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run um, towards the fire escape. I'm, I'm chasing after the guys going to the fire escape. Okay, so, Alistair, as you are charging forward with your trench knife, um, as one of them is quickly getting out onto the fire escape, the other one is going to try to uh, try to beat you off with his knife. Okay. coming forward. Good. We get the chain, 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 chain. <laughs> are you dodging or are you fighting back? I'm fighting back. I'm going for his yeah. eye. Okay, I so want him to be wounded to not what, wound. What was the level of your success? Uh, 29 out of uh, 65. Okay, so a hard. Okay, so roll your damage. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 so he uh, kind of clumsily lunges at you as you kind of just ooh, four, twist two, to the side and get him in the leg. Six in damage bonus. Oh, damage bonus of zero. So six points into his thigh. And he just cries out in pain um, as you you get a, a pretty hefty wound in his leg. Um, it's bleeding profusely. You can see the bone. Um, my intent is not to kill him. Bad. I want him incapacitated and not moving. What well, have if he, you done? he's definitely not going to run away after that. You've just majorly wounded his leg, so he is just on the ground screaming. As Morris, you're getting there now, um, so that well, that one is on the ground screaming. As the other one is duckling out onto the fire escape. Um, can I try and pull him back in as he's fleeing sure. out onto the onto the fire escape? Just to make me a brawl. Seventeen. Draw him towards me. That's a hard oh. pass. Well, he got an O three for fighting back. Oh. So bad. as you as you reach the pole, and he kind of lashes at your and catches your arm with his knife. Which is going to be about seven points of damage. Good God. Has he cut my arm off? Uh, 
That's that's half my hit points. Mm. So probably that's a exactly, major probably not yeah. Not severed, but you're not going to be using that arm for a long time. He's kind of just taking a nice gouge out of your bones. Felt it hit the bone. Yeah. Well, so. I'm 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 falling back desperately trying mm -hmm. to find something to wrap my arm with. All right, and he is so Frederick. As you're grabbing your nice little uh, cutting board, um, you see. You see Houser kind of pinning the guy down on the ground. And you hear Morris cry out and wrench back from the window, um, his arm covered in blood. And you see the other guy now making his way down the, the fire escape. OK, I'm going to charge forward with the cutting board and then crawl out the window after him. Okay, so you're crawling out the window, Christopher. Cutting board first. Um, so am I. So I've gotten there behind Frederick. So you and Frederick are kind of there together so okay, you were yeah. so, so you I've were a little done. you were a little closer to him but as Morris kind of wrenched back you had to back up get I out of his way and back. so now Frederick is catching up to you so okay cool so yeah I'm slipping out the window uh and I've pulled my uh my baseball bat uh out of <laughs> my jacket and um pretty much as soon as I get close enough to the guy I'm taking a swing. okay so you are also crawling out the window Octavius yeah I'm lying on the ground wondering why Christopher has a baseball bat in New York. And did he have it at dinner? Did he have it in the <laughs> hotel lobby downstairs? Um, He's just happy to see you. I'm going to crawl over to to, uh, to Jackson and see if he's completely dead. Or he's probably dead. It's inside so so you, you, you go back and it's... As you're going, yeah, you see that it, it, all of his, his guts on the floor, blood everywhere, his eyes roll back up in the head, and you notice a couple of little flies start to land. Oh, fuck. Uh, onto his body. All right, I pull away. Um, geez, Jackson, I'm so sorry. You could have been here sooner. Um, all right. I'm going to have to back up. Okay. Frederick and Christopher, can I get dex rolls from both of you? I'm looking, I can if I don't drop my dice. I'm looking for something to whack the flies, by the way. Chris has a bat. Okay, yeah, that's a pass from me. Okay, uh, yeah, so I got a, I got an extreme. I got an eight. Okay, so Christopher, you catch up to him as right before he manages to get all the way off of the fire escape. Cool. Frederick's right behind. So you guys, you manage to catch him. Um, I'm gonna. And he swing kind of readies. Swing for his gut. I don't want to take his. I just, I'm like whipping the the barbed wire into his gut. Oh, it's barbed wire wrapped. <laughs> yep. Oh, so the inside of your coat is probably now completely Yeah, ripped. no, it's ripped up. Yeah, 100%. Okay. All right, well. Go ahead and swing. Um, okay, roll, roll damage? No, go ahead and make your attack roll. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Cool. 
uh, a 44, which is a standard pass. Okay. So as he moves back, kind of dodge, he kind of, the back, his back kind of hits the, uh, the railing of the fire escape and he kind of topples over it and falls the rest of the way to the ground. Technically got him. <laughs> does he, uh, does he not move when he hits the ground? So since he was right at the ground, uh, you hear a loud kind of snap when he hits and he screams out in pain. Hmm. And he starts hobbling out towards the street. All right, we're going. Um, I look at. Let's, Fred well, yeah, and, let's go help him. Yeah, well, let's. We'll, so we'll uh, we'll go down the the rest of the fire escape, the safe way, not his way. Okay. So and, as, um, and as you're getting down the fire escape, uh, you see that this car that's parked on the side of the street. The doors open up. Two more people get out, similar kind of headdress. They grab him, pull him into the car. It shuts, and the car takes off. Damn. Okay, I want to I want to take note of the model of the car, the color, number plate, if there is any anything like that. All right, well, make a spot hidden. Okay. Um, sixty. Yeah, pass. All right. Um, from what yeah, the regular, you don't catch the license plate. Um. And it's a fairly, it's not a fancy Ford. Um, okay. So, it's a pretty, pretty standard car. There's hundreds, cool. if not thousands of them in the city. All right. Um, so nothing that you could really use to track it down again. As it pulls away. Well, damn. Let's right, get so in and see if we can't help people. Okay, so you're making your way back up. Um, yeah. Morris, make me a luck check. Five. So you managed to find some pretty clean um, towels to kind of stop the bleeding of your arm the best as you can with the little tourniquet. Um, is, is the um, person that I've kind of apprehended, they're not going anywhere? No, not with that wound in their leg. Um, okay, I will then tend to- You are, uh, if, um, you're worried that he might actually bleed out and die. Oh, okay. I will try to then perform first aid on him. Just bat, bound tight, you know, stop the bleeding. I. We need to question this. It's fine. All right. Well, you can you can raid the same little pile of towels that Morris found um, and make me a first aid check. Sure, of course. Giving all of the cleanest, best towels to Morris. I'm fine if these are dirty already. Uh, ooh, I made it 12. Actually, that's a hard, hard pass on first aid. All right, so with, with the hard pass, I'll say that you, you're also able to help Morris out. Good. Um, that's... So Morris, you can regain 
a hit point, and you manage to stop the bleeding on the man you have on the floor. Thank goodness for that. I'm still going to need the hospital, you know? Yeah. God, I should have stayed in Mexico. All right, and Frederick and Christopher, so I'm backing through the window, I'm assuming? Yeah. I'm back up the uh, the most inconspicuous method possible. All right, and all of you are together in in the room. Um, Why did you do this to Jackson? Uh, he's just in incredible amounts of pain. Not really focused on what you're saying to him. Um, but he's just, he's like, between grimacing, he's just laughing. After I kill the flies, um, what? Jesus Christ. There's blood everywhere. Um, you said this guy has like a, a, does he have like any tattoos or symbols on his body or? Not not Jackson, but the obviously so, they, they all had the same costume on. They're all cult members of some sort. Yeah, so you, so you look him over. Um, no tattoos, but the yeah the similar thing is they have that red kind of strip of cloth that they have right. tied around their foreheads. I'm going to take the red strip of cloth off of the guy who I shot and killed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. what In the hell kind of a cult do you belong to? Say that the, the guy is alive. Shaking that thing. He's just laughing at you. <laughs> You're too late. You're too late, he said. I mean, while you were searching him down, um, you found that he had stuffed a couple of papers and bits and bobs into his pockets. Interesting. Um, both of these, both of these men do. Um, so as you guys. And look around the room, you are going to find a variety of things. So we have a bit of reading here. Um, okay. So let me share something. They're doing that. Did you say that the guy who swung at me, his his thing got stuck in the door jam? His knife? Uh, no, he missed you. It didn't get stuck. Oh, it, it just he just missed me. Because you said something about the door jam. Oh, you you just uh, okay. You you I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up his knife though if he drops it on the ground. Okay, yeah. He most definitely did. Stand there threatening with it. I'm going to cut your head off. Cairo, Egypt, 3rd March, 1919. Dear Mr. Carlyle, your lawyer informed me that you seek certain knowledge of this land and its distant past. And I believe I can aid you in this regard. Inquiries in the old quarter have identified one Faraz Najjar in the street of jackals who claims to be in possession of an, uh, I cannot read this. Singular? Oh, sing thank you. Singular curious, curios, which he believed would be of great interest to you. He is prepared to part with these items if a suitable price can be agreed upon, and I shall endeavor 
to make sure that matters are arranged to your satisfaction. Yours, M. Warren Bessart. In addition to the letter, um, you find a business card. The Pinhue Foundation, 35 Tottenham Court Road, London, West 1 or W1, Edward Gavigan, director. All right, I say Christopher. Um, you find scattered in the um, refuse a matchbook. Stumbling Tiger Bar, 16, uh, 10 or 16 Lantern Street, Shanghai Fun and Friends. Along with that is a picture. Of the like junk, yeah. Yeah, Steam, maybe Hong Steam Kong. Ship. Okay. Shanghai. Yeah. Since that's the way the thing was. Emerson in, Imports, 648 West 47th Street, New York, New York. Telephone HA 63900. And, and on the back of it is a name. Silas Inquane. Looks like it's from Harvard. Yeah, I recognize the stamp. Uh, Mr. Jackson Elias. CEO, Prosper House Publishers, blah, 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 blah. Huh. That's Jonas's place, yeah. Yep. Dear Mr. Elias, the book about which you inquired is no longer in our collection. The information you may you seek may be found in other volumes. If you will contact me upon arrival, I will be most happy to further assist you as always. Oh, good. Oh, thank goodness. I don't have to read that. Miriam Atright, Harvard University Library. Wonder if he contacted. That was a couple of months ago. Mm, yeah. Wonder if there's been any uh, recent discourse between them. What the fuck is this? Tonight only the cult of darkness in Polynesia and Southwest Pacific. A two-hour lecture with slides delivered by Professor Anthony Cowles, uh, PhD, of the University of Sydney, Australia. And presently, Loxley Fellow of Polynesian Esoterica at Miskatonic University in Arkham, uh, Shula Hall, uh, New York University, 8 p.m. tonight only. What's the date? Is there a date on it? You do not see a date. Oh, shit. What time Maybe is it's it tonight only. Yeah, but he could have um, been tonight, it's already uh, it's 8 p.m. Yeah. Hmm. We, we, can... we could... Is the uh, universe, New York University that uh, Shelier Hall, New York University, is that not far? What time is it now? Like about 8.30 now? It's about 8.30. Yeah, but we don't even know if it's today. We, we, can't, leave, we, can't, we can't leave Jackson yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. exactly. And we got, speaking, we gotta call the police. speaking of Jackson, Octavius, well, you yeah. were approaching over, um, there was something that caught your eye. Um, you were a little overwhelmed, but in addition to him being gutted, there was a symbol carved into his forehead. Uh, yeah, did you notice this here? Carved into his forehead. Is that, uh, can I look at the sir? dead guy's forehead when I yanked off the uh, thing? Does he have something like that? Uh, he does not. Um, Frederick 
and Morris. Something about this just kind of prickles the memory in the back of your mind about that symbol you, that tattoo that was on Larkin. Something just about kind of that feeling that it gives you, that impression that it gives you is kind of the same. I try and I identify what kind of... state to, to relate that to the rest of the party. Yeah. I'm going to try and identify what culture it's from. Um, anthropology role. Yep, go for it. Wow. Yeah, I'm getting really nervous for later episodes because that's a that's a seven. So the it's yeah, really seeing seeing this and thinking back back to Lark and the style uh, strikes you as uh, kind of like Kenya. Okay. Are these are these African knives? Do you recognize these? Uh, with the with the seven, yes, they are African knives. Yep. New or make? I mean, you're not going to find these in a museum, but yeah, they're used. On Carlisle expedition, uh, they were all murdered. They were they were all killed in in Africa. Yeah, supposedly. Mark, do you want to keep sharing? Uh, no. Uh, make an education check, Christopher, and you're kind of recalling that detail about the Carlisle expedition. Uh, 69. <laughs> education. Yeah, that's just to pass, literally. My part, uh, education 70. All right. You do snatch back, and where the Carlisle expedition was massacred was Kenya. Yeah, they, no, they, they were killed in Kenya. So we had we had two black fellows and one white guy belonging to the same cult using African knives, carving some sort of African symbol. So my guess is it has something to do with Africa, some sort of cult. I wonder mm-hmm. if there's any notes here on what uh, Jackson was. Jeez, we got to call the police. I'm sure yeah. it's coming. They, the discharge of the firearm probably. Let's make sure. Everyone. Was so it the we... white guy that fell off the balcony? Um, no, the he was the one that tried to gut Octavius. And got okay, so he's the de- he's so the I killed him. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's dead. Extra um, dead. Check his pockets. See if he's got any. So, identification or anything? Um, you don't find anything in his pockets. Right. Okay. And I'm calling the police. Chitbits. All right, so Octavius, as you're going to find a phone, um, it's not a phone in the room. No, uh, but as as you're looking for it, I, okay, you see that two officers step into the room. Oh, thank God you're here. And they are just both go wide-eyed. Look at all of you. They see Morris all just covered in blood. They see wasn't us. The body's the other guy. And they're like, uh, they kind of look at each other and say, "Every everybody." Yeah, we're gonna have to answer some questions. We got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they look around good. Come, come, take a seat out here in the hallway, please. 
I'm, I'm going to pull out my um, private investigator's license as well. And I'm going to need you to step out in the hallway, sir. Yes, sir. No problem. I also, I, I give them my gun so that they know that I'm no longer armed. All right, so they, they kind of just line you guys up against the wall. And you're sitting there. Um, they kind of, one of them is watching you while the other one looks around the room. They kind of switch off. Um, and it feels like quite a while that they're doing this. Um, so you may be sitting out there for 20, 30 minutes. Um, and eventually you see a man in a suit come around. And he says, gentlemen, I'm Lieutenant Martin Poole with the NYPD. And I have to say, uh, the scene in there isn't so pretty. It's horrific. Imagine how we feel. That's a friend of ours. It's a good friend, friend of yours. Jackson. A colleague and friend, yes. We've known him for years. We came here he to us. meet with him. Oh, and I see that meeting didn't go so well. No, no, no. You've probably heard of him. His name is Mr. Jackson Elias. Uh, he's an author. has written a number of books. Um, the last one being uh, The Hungry Dead. It's a bestseller. You remember? Hungry Dead, huh? That doesn't sound like my type of book. Uh, it should be. It's a good book. Anyway, we came here tonight to discuss the next book that he was going to write. He had, this is what we found when we got here. There were three people in the room with him. One had cut him open. One I killed. The guy behind the door after he swung that yeah, bloody yeah. fucking knife at me. Uh, one got out, got away down the fire escape, and the other one, you know, we tied up in there. Can I get a psychology roll from everybody? Sure. Wow. I'm working my way 16. up. I'm at, I'm at a 10. <laughs> 16 for me. Mm. That's, a, that's a hard. It's a 25, but still not a pass. I'm going to abstain because um, I'm I'm not paying attention. Yeah, he's pleading. He needs medical attention. Eighty-five. Right, he he calls he calls to one of the officers. Um, could you please get an ambulance for this man? And the officer goes off to do that. Um, so who passed their psychologies? Um, so you get, you get the impression that, um, that when he, when he's talking to you, he's kind of asking questions to figure out what happened. Um, he seems to be thinking about something else. Like, like he's pondering something and he, and he looks at, he looks at you guys and then he thinks, maybe ask a couple more questions. It's almost like he's considering like he goes almost like he's going to tell you something and then like thinks better of it. Hmm. Um, but he doesn't really, you don't get the impression that he's considering you as, as suspects. Look, we want to fully cooperate with you because we were all very much witnesses to this. We didn't actually see them kill Elias, but we saw them killing him. We saw them overhand gutting him. We chased them away. 
we captured one of them or we killed one of them. Guy we tied up said, uh, we tried to ask him some questions and he said it was too late. He's right, it is too late. Elias is dead. Jackson Elias. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was close to you all, you say? Incredibly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been working on publishing the books with him uh, over at uh, his publishing house. Call Mr. Jonas Kensington. He's the, the publisher. He'll tell you exactly what's up, why, who we are. Octavius, can you make a persuade roll? Sure. Now I don't get a good roll. Let's see what I got. Uh, persuade. Huh. Yeah. I missed it by 69 points. <laughs> all right. So now we see the shape of things to come. <laughs> got all the good rolls out of the way for the most part. Um, of course. What's that? A persuade? Look around you. You're going to have to ask questions. So he's kind of just contemplating what he wants, what he wants to do with you all. Um, and he's thinking, and he's thinking, and he said, "Look, if this is your, uh, this is your, this is your friend. I'm gonna." Gonna be honest with you, this um, this isn't the first time that I've seen a uh, seen a body like this. Um, You've seen this before. Oh my God! Do, have yeah. you seen this this thing that's carved in his forehead? Okay, and as he's about to say something, uh, see another officer come and kind of whispers something into his ear, and he just. God damn it! And he just slams his hat onto the ground and puts his fist in the wall, visibly frustrated. And he says, "Jackson's not the first one." It's like, just look. Will you just go? Just go check on that damn ambulance. Get out. Get out of here. Look. Damn it. Look. This is this is the ninth murder victim like this I've seen in the last two years. Nine. Oh my God! This would be the ninth one. Now so things they, have they, they come from all all walks of life. Um, same mark on their forehead. We we talked to a doctor Lemming. Um, uh, he's a folklorist here in New York, and he he told us that um, it was related to some kind of African death cult. Um, right, uh, <laughs> the Congo region, right? Kenya. And it's something, something yeah, like that. All right. So is look. that a, a Dr. Lemming, you said? Yeah, Dr. Mordecai Lemming. Look, um, what we can tell you is this. Jackson Elias researches these sorts of things. I mean, he's written The Hungry Dead, which we were actually all involved in, by the way. Um, he wrote Details uh, the Black, were shifted around, of course. He wrote The Black Power. He wrote uh, Witch Cults of England, Sons of Death. Uh, the Smoking Hot, quite a few books. Um, we were here because he was researching something. Now I think we know exactly what it was. He was researching your nine murders, and he must have gotten a little too close. And they came and well, 
cut him open. Jesus Christ. Well, look, um, I hate to break it to you, but uh, any looking into his death is probably going to die right here with him. I just got word that our lovely Captain Robinson of the 14th Precinct in Harlem has claimed uh, jurisdiction over the case. Look, all, all of these other murders, all the other eight, all happened in Harlem. All right, all happened within 14th Precinct's jurisdiction. And given what the, what my fellow officers have, have been saying, he's, he's claimed it and he's taking my witness too. The man you captured going under his custody. What's his name? Captain Robson. Captain Robinson? Robson. R-O-B-S-O-N. Well, did they catch any I, of the perpetrators of the other? No, they, they, they did. They did arrest a man, but given this, I'm worried they have the wrong guy. Hmm. You mean they've, they've Wait, charged when? someone with the murders, the other eight murders? Yes. Hmm. You know, I, I always wondered something, uh, Lieutenant Poole. Um, when you come into a really interesting sort of case like this and it goes into somebody else's jurisdiction, are you able to continue your research privately? No, that's not going to fly. Hmm. Well, I've read enough detective novels to know that uh, there's nothing preventing us from investigating it at all. As long as we don't interfere. Right. Make one last persuade roll. All right. It tells you something else. I'm not very good at persuade. Does somebody else want to persuade? I could charm. New charm. I could charm. I'm. I'm. I'm got charm three times as much charm. Eighty-nine. He ain't gonna be charmed. <laughs> I can fast talk. No, okay. that's not the same thing. Yeah, Is there any sign of that ambulance yet? <laughs> You're looking a little I'm not, peaked. I'm not feeling terribly well. All right, and after after a couple of couple more minutes, um, the ambulance comes to take Morris. Um, Can't and, even take a nip of whiskey because the police are here. No, it's probably not good. It'll thin your blood. I want one of those knives, though. We need to. Mm. That's all being. That's all been. Taken as evidence. Oh, shit. Well, I got a like, good look at it. So, I'd like so, to stay with Morris to the hospital. I want to make sure okay. someone he knows is with him, it's in a bad way. And uh, uh, we'll, once we're it, once we're out of earshot of the of the uniforms, I'm gonna whisper to Chris to Christopher. You took you took notes on all those papers, right? Got it all. Well, if you I think, uh, we're going to do some hunting after this. All right. Uh, yeah. the, the lieutenant didn't even bother to search any of you. Okay. Oh, so we could just walk out with that stuff. Yeah. So, so those papers and things that, that you grabbed, you still have. 
in our oh, box. Oh, nice. Good. We need those and, names. <laughs> and Chris has still got his his uh, atrocious baseball bat. <laughs> Just hidden in a pocket. No, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, I left that in the room. <laughs> That's probably for the best. That thing looked hideous. Yeah, it got, kind me, of... out of a, got me out of a few scrapes uh, back in New Orleans. Actually, uh, his name was Lizzie. Lizzie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I got into a scrape when I uh, got back to New Orleans. You know the family that hired me to find the, the girl when I was in Peru? Yeah, hmm. they weren't too happy with the outcome when I got back. And uh, her dad sent some guys after me. And uh, that was the trophy I got out of the uh, altercation. Yeah, well, she wasn't a looker. That's for sure. Yeah. Listen, um, so we've been let go by the, the police now? Yes. Okay, the, uh, the, the lieutenant let you go, and he said, I wouldn't recommend leaving town so fast. And then Morris and Hauser have, have gone to the hospital? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so it's Fox me and, and Frederick. Well, guys, what do you say we... Uh... And by, by the time you're let out, it's about 10 p.m. What you should we probably head we, over uh... to the hospital. But... Yeah, let's check up on Morris. I'm going to go and see if I can catch this professor. What professor? The, the guy who was talking, the, the death cult guy from Australia. Dr. Hmm. Lemming? Was it? No, no, it was... Um... Ah, uh, the guy. I've got. We've got the the flyer. All right. So, oh, yeah. Doctor Mordecai Lemming was the folklorist that the oh, lieutenant mentioned. Um, you're talking. You're talking about the flyer that we got. Professor Professor Anthony Cowles. Anthony Cowles, that yeah. guy. Yeah. Where are you going to catch him? The lecture has been over for two hours. Two. Uh, it started at eight. It's ten. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't have been over for two hours, and it might have just finished. It's going to take you an hour to get there. I don't know where the uh, university damn, is. Damn. Uh, well, we can. Uh, I'll I'll go with I'll go with you, Chris, and we'll we'll see we what can we can find out. Yeah, I'll go to the hospital. Message. Okay. All right. So Dave is going to the hospital. Christopher and Frederick head off to the university. So by the time you two get there, Frederick and Christopher. Um, the campus is closed. Yeah. Um, can we find a, can we walk up to the event center where it was at? And get like, uh, mm -hmm. do they have a so, post, so a post board in, of what's going on? Oh yeah. And so that, that's simple enough. Um, and you don't see any flyer like this anywhere. So whatever this event was, it wasn't. It wasn't recent. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm, is there, I'm guessing there's like a, a reception area for the whole university. Um, I've got like a, just a notepad and pen for obviously notes. So I'm going to scribble a note um, just saying, um, note for uh, Professor Cowles, um, please get him to contact um, Christopher Lebeau at, at the hotel I'm staying at and just put it in the reception door slot. And so, so you're, as you're looking at the flyer and you're writing this down, um, you, you look at that tonight only the cult of darkness and you see that, that Cowles was a visiting professor at Miskatonic University in Arkham, Massachusetts. Oh, so he's not based out of this university. Uh, okay. 
Arkham will be a hike. Yeah, Arkham's a hike from York. Uh, let's head back to the to the um, the hospital, pretty. Yeah, let's go. All right. So at the hospital, um, they managed to do a little bit of a better job than just um, emergency. Uh, basically, towels. One would hope. At a hospital. And Morris, you can regain another two hit points. Yes. As they give you proper dressings and pain medication. R. No, no hook. <laughs> cool. And I'm just waiting in the lobby. They, they, they dress, um, keep it bandaged, um, keep it clean. Don't let it get wet. Um, and take it easy for a while. Okay. And um, so to all intents and purposes, I am a default Southpaw <laughs> for the time being. Mm -hmm. for, for the time being. That, that arm is going to be slung up for a while. Before leaving hey, the Morris. How you doing, Morris? Looks like your arm's in the sling again. Oh. I thought he really he really got me good. I'll tell you that yeah, he got you know, me good. I'm gonna I'm gonna start thinking that at the start of every adventure you just get seriously injured so that you don't have to do all of the work. Yeah. Well at can least I, this time it I wasn't some crazy to you about acid. Health insurance. You're not here, I, Frederick. I, I, I think if I'm, I think if I'm, if I'm going to be uh, continuing to, uh, you know, if, if you're going to be continuing to employ my services as you were before, um, I think we're going to have to talk about health insurance. Ah, uh, I'll take care of you. Don't worry. Because um, you know this is this is getting a bit pricey. Well, These doctors ain't cheap. So the other guys went to see if they could maybe catch that that professor. I think it's a it's a waste of time at this point, but we could probably find him. Uh, he's probably listed at Miskatonic. That's a uh, So maybe a four and a half, five hour drive from here. Yeah, we could. Uh, I don't know that we're going to get that much information out of him. Uh, he might know something about the, the death cults. God, we're back to death cults again. Jeez. I haven't gotten over my obsession with flies at this point. Ugh. Oh, greasy things. Still turns my stomach. All right. Well, where are you guys saying? Can I drop you off? Uh, we I, I call it a night. It's uh, yeah, back to the hotel. Ten thirty. But before we leave the hospital, though, I'd like to get uh, another sling and a gauze and and uh, bandage wrappings for Mitchner. We would just want to make sure we change that out. Sure. Yeah, make sure we got plenty of stuff for the dressing. Yeah. Um, should have stayed in Tijuana. I think uh, Chapman said that he's been he's in the same hotel. I am, so we'll uh, 
keep an eye out for him. Maybe he'll come back in. I don't know where Christopher's staying. I have a place uh, up up farther, but uh, I'll stay. I'll stay in uh, the split room. Uh, LeBeau and I got. Oh, you know where Blobo is. All right, yeah, stay there. Well, the, yeah. the hotel, where he's checked in. I don't know where he is right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're going to go back there and wait for him. And I'll I'll see, I'll see uh, Frederick when he gets here. And let's all meet. Let's all meet downstairs in the lobby again tomorrow morning. Good, for breakfast. Let's say about uh, 9 o'clock. Excellent, good idea. And let's figure out how we can get these fuckers and kill them all. Yeah, I cannot believe Jackson. Fuck. Oh my god. I, I, I haven't even begun to process it. I'm gonna probably be awake all night thinking about it. What did you did you find anything out about the bastards? Not really. We think it's some sort of a cult. I think that uh, from what the lieutenant said, it might be based somewhere near Harlem. He says there's been nine murders. Nine? Yeah, he said most of them are in Harlem, in that area. It's and this seen... cult thing on the forehead, that's got to be some sort of, a, sort of a, an indicator. It seemed to me that Lieutenant Poole had a bone to pick with them. This was a, these, these were troubling murders. Well, it's a serial killer. Yeah, now he's pissed that they've taken it out of his hands. But if he hasn't caught anybody in in nine times, that's probably where they took it out of his hands. I just wish we could find a way of meeting with him in an unofficial capacity just to talk to him about this. Well, let's see what we can figure out in the morning. Yeah, good. Oh, I still can't right, so believe you... he's dead. So yeah. You all eventually make your way back to where you are all staying. Yeah, and I, I meet Frederick and tell him what's up, and I guess House tells Christopher. Okay, and so we'll just skip to to the next morning. Um, none of you sleep very well, <sighs> um, whether it be from pain or from thinking about Jackson. Uh, just can't get the image of him just gutted in his own hotel room. Does Jackson have family or is he kind of a loner? He's kind of a loner. All right. So I'm going to have to contact. I'll contact Jonas and tell him. I'll contact the lawyers. I'll contact whoever we need to to make sure that the, the, the morgue so that they know. Uh, I'm going to make sure he gets buried properly and uh, and well. So you, in the morning, um, while you're waiting for everybody to come meet you in the lobby, uh, you do spy something from today's paper. Wow. Considering that we're the ones who told him. Sure got other fast. Author murdered by brutal killers. Body found in Hotel Chelsea. Possible connection to the Harlem murders by Rebecca. No. Is that Rebecca? It is Rebecca. It's Rebecca... Right. Uh, Schosenberg, Manhattan, New York, January 15th. Arthur Jackson Elias has been found murdered in his Chelsea room. The killers are reported to have used long knives to butcher their victim. Lieutenant Martin Poole of the murder squad 
stated that he is exploring possible connections between this murder and similar slayings in Harlem last year. Local resident Hilton Adams, local resident Hilton Adams was convicted of the Harlem murders in October last, in October last, and is awaiting execution in Sing Sing, uh, in Sing Sing. Lieutenant Bull offered no opinion whether his new murder indicates that Adams had accomplices or is innocent of the earlier crimes. Hmm. Seem to indicate that uh, maybe he's got the wrong man since I'll have to show this to the guys. All right, and another thing that's mentioned in the newspaper um, is talks about that a funeral is going to be held for Jackson at the Cypress Hills Cemetery in Brooklyn at 2 p.m. on the 17th, which is tomorrow. Um, it was arranged, it says, by the executor of his estate, Carlton Ramsey. Fuck is Carlton Ramsey? Do I know Carlton Ramsey? You, you've met him briefly. Uh, he's Jackson's lawyer. Okay. Well, that's who I was contacting anyway. Um, Morgan. Yes. If, given that I've lost a few points of sanity mm -hmm. and I've been injured, um, so may, maybe I'm not at my most rational. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to slip out briefly um, in the early hours of the morning, about nine o'clock. And I'm going to find um, a general store or uh, maybe an ironmonger's. And I'm okay. going to buy a roll of. Um, oh, I'm going to buy a roll of fine mesh like this. I think it's um, it's called rodent mesh. All right. I'm going to buy a roll of that, and um, yeah, with the intention at some time of using that in the future to wrap my forearms un under my jacket. Okay. Because um, if if these chaps are playing with knives, I I don't want to get cut again. So that, or I'll have to start putting newspapers around myself, like a like a prison stab vest. <coughs> but, um, okay. Yes, that should right. cause all manner of interesting problems for you if someone does try to slash me again. And working out what the the armor <laughs> the, value of matches. <laughs> made, made a note. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, just a little bit paranoid. At the moment, yeah, no, that's that definitely really justified. Hurt. Your experience, whenever this Jackson fellow is involved, it doesn't seem to go too well for you health-wise. I so should have stayed you, on the steamer. I mean, it's a rubbish job, but mosquitoes and the locals were a bit surly. But no one tried to knife me. Well. There was there was that woman in the Kitos ones, but I mean, other than that. Okay. 
And so after you go and you buy your rodent mesh, um, you can meet back up with the others as they are having kind of their morning gathering in the lobby. So look at this newspaper. They've already got it in the newspaper. That was quick. Yeah. A little Just too quick, if you ask me. Who's this, Rebecca? Ten hours ago. Maybe 12, but nine. I think our Mr. Poole's got a big mouth. Yeah, and it looks like they've uh, convicted the wrong guy. Well, that's from the one last year, yeah. Unless he's got Maybe. a bunch of accomplices. Maybe he's just one member of a cult. Were they trying to blame all other eight crimes on one guy? Maybe. Yeah, well, look, something seems strange to me because they've convicted a guy of eight murders. Then there's another murder that looks exactly like it. They kick Poole off the case and give it back to the guy that's supposedly in charge of the other eight murders. He's already convicted the guy, so obviously this guy's got it wrong. Jackson had three assailants, not just one. So there's a whole bunch of murders out. This is, this is madness to try to stick this all on one guy. Yeah. It's what the police do when they want a scapegoat so that they can quiet down public. Fear. Oh, mm. What are they going to do with the, the one we apprehended that they took custody of? Well, they'll, 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 well, he's not a scapegoat. He's the real thing. They'll execute him, same as they execute all the others. How do you guys feel about doing a, taking a trip down to Harlem today? What are we going to do in Harlem? Well, have a look, see into these other uh, eight murders. See, uh, see what the different, you know, see what they are. Maybe we can ask around about this, this Adams character and uh, see if he's, if he actually is related or if he is, just a scapegoat, as you say, because I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't like the sound of uh, some innocent man getting executed. Well, look, we highly suspect there's some sort of a cult down there, right? Yeah. You want to go ask him questions? Well, I mean, that's kind of what I do. Yeah. And you get killed. That's what happened to Elias. We could go talk to this other, this um, uh, Captain Robinson. He knows yeah, what's well, going on. Well, not if he's put a scapegoat in the, in, if he's put a. That's the way the police works everywhere, my friend. Including yeah, New Orleans, and you know that's it. That's what I'm not a cop. Yeah, but he knows what's going on. He, we don't even know where the murders occurred. I, I think Lieutenant Poole will be, in be the a papers. better resource than Robinson. Yeah, but I mean, it'll be in the papers where the, if there's been other murders, it, it won't be that, that hard to track down where they are. Well, it's a year ago. It's two years. Two years of papers you got to go through. I was thinking about maybe heading on to. Uh, we want to know something more about this cult, right? Ideally, yeah. I mean, yeah but... There's an expert, but we'll have to go to. We're not sure that he's at Miskatonic right now because he was obviously traveling around at some point. We could probably well, phone and see if the he's one, the, the one that me and Frederick tried to catch last Lemming. night. Lemming, yeah. Cows. Oh, was no, there Lemming, any? Was Lemming, Mordecai Lemming Cowles. is uh, he's he's the Cal's is the guy from Australia. Lemmings is the expert that the police have been using. Yeah, we could try and meet up with Lemming. Yeah, but isn't Lemming the the guy at Miskatonic? Okay, so so there's no, a professor. Local. So Professor Anthony Cowles, yeah, is at Arkham, and yeah. he was the one with the Cult of Darkness. 
presentation. Mordecai Lemming, Dr. Mordecai Lemming, was the person that Lieutenant Poole mentioned helped them identify or at least claim that these murders were might be related to a death cult. Death cult yeah. All right, so my guess then is that Dr. Lemmings is local here. Yeah. Maybe at the university. Let's yeah. talk to him first, and then if we have to, we can go to Miskatonic. We can catch the train. I think it's like six hours by train. That sounds right. And even we can... If, even did, you if, say, uh, did you say that, the, the, that Carlisle um, had a sister? Yeah, Erica. Erica has in the papers, and because she's she's based in New York, isn't she? I think so. I, I I don't keep track of her. She's. I remember she went looking for her brother for quite a while. She was quite distressed at the whole thing and came back empty-handed. Mm, so worth, uh, so Octavius, from your uh, from your experience in the uh, in pretty affluent social circles. Uh -huh. um, Erica, when she went to go find her brother after the expedition went missing, um, once it was confirmed that he had been killed in Africa, she inherited the entire Carlisle fortune. Right. But she did go looking for him. She did go looking for him. So she's she's in charge of the, the Carlisle fortune. Uh, I mean, we could find her. I'm not sure what she's going to have to do with any of this but uh no but she might have information about the expedition and papers and i don't i'm sure she does she probably has a ton of that but we're looking for who killed elias jackson and he was looking into the carlisle expedition yeah he was obviously looking into something else as well we could we could go to the closest locations first which would yeah. be the university the university even if Dr. Limming is not at the university, if we go to the anthropology department, I'm sure someone there would have heard of him and know what university he's out of. Let's see yeah, if we can look yeah. him up, Dr. Mordecai Lemming. Exactly. Uh, bet you he's on the, the university roster. Um, let's call the university and see if he's there and uh, make an appointment to see him. Excellent. Good step one. All right, so okay, so in order to move things along, you you call the university. They are familiar with the Dr. Lemming. Um, he's not currently teaching at at the university. He occasionally might teach a class or two. Um, and just give give me a persuade to see if they want to give you his home address. Ah, damn persuade. Yeah, there's no way. I'm, I've got 10 points in Persuade. If it's a party line, I can be incredibly charming. No, but they, um, I mean, they do kind of uh, mention to you, um, there was, um, well, you might want to get in touch with the, uh, Ms. Schusenberg with the New York Times. That's Rebecca Schusenberg? Uh, yeah, she was the last one who came, uh, who came looking for him and his expertise in something. So you might have more luck there. All right. Thank you. Can we look in the phone book for um, uh, Mordecai? 
yeah, that, that that's easy enough. Um, so I'm lemming. Digging, digging through a phone book. Um, seems to he has an address listed at the Murray Hill Hotel. Oh, here in New York, right here. Oh, that's right. Yes. What's the phone number? Does it give a phone number? Yeah, it does. It, you, um, so Murray Hill six one three nine two. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, so you, we'll have to to call him up. Uh, just uh, Doctor Lemming. Ah, is this is this uh, Doctor Lemming the uh, expert? Um, we would like to make an appointment to speak with you. We have some questions concerning uh, uh, African cults. Oh, African cults, you say? Oh, very interesting. Um, I quite like to study that, those. Um, what is the exact nature of your, uh, of your inquiry? Well, I'm curious if you are familiar with Jackson Elias. Jackson Elias. Um, no. Uh, uh, I did. I, I might have uh, seen, read something in the paper today. Yeah, he was murdered last night. No, oh, that's that's too bad. They say it might be related to the um, to the Harlem murders. Yeah, and uh, we are his associates, and we would like very much to talk to you about uh, this Harlem group that you might know something about. Uh, yes, yes. Um. If you would like to stop by, I might be able to pencil you in, and you can hear him kind of flipping through. Um, and I'll say tomorrow afternoon. Uh, any chance we can do it today? We were uh, we were thinking about traveling to Miskatonic tomorrow. Miskatonic? Wow, that's quite a it's quite a trip. It's a lovely, lovely, uh, lovely university. How about we take you to lunch today? Is that possible? Lunch. Um, yeah, and thinks it over. Uh, I think I can make that work. Gonna say maybe two o'clock. All right, that works for us too. Thank you very much. See you too. Yeah, it's good. We're on our way. To where? Did you make an appointment? Yeah, he gave me his address. It's here, and it's listed here. Two when, o'clock. When, when tomorrow? What, what time Today. is it now? It's about 10 a.m. Oh, so today. Wonderful. Yeah. Because uh, tomorrow okay. is the funeral. Can I make a call to uh, the the paper that we found that article in? Uh, the New York Times? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Uh, hi. Um, I'm looking for a, a Rebecca Schosenberg. She wrote an article this morning. Um, yes. Um. One moment, please. Let me see if she's in. Thank you. Anyway, a second, and she she comes back. Um, no, it appears like that she's uh, she's out at the moment. Um, but if you are interested in the article, um, I have here on her itinerary that she is planning to attend um, Elias's funeral tomorrow. If you'd like okay. to speak to her there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Otherwise, her, I can um, contact you back when she's in. Uh, do both. Uh, let her know that um, uh, my name is uh, Christopher LeBeau. Um, I, I'm an associate of Mr. Elias, um, and uh, I would very much like to speak to her. Uh, she can reach me uh, here at, at, at the hotel. I give the address and everything. 
Uh, if, if not, then uh, if I don't catch by then, I'll, I'll see her at the funeral um, tomorrow. Uh, thank you very much. Okay. If she's uh, if she covered this, obviously Jacks and stuff, she might know a little bit more about uh, the murders as well, as far as locations and and a little bit more about this Adams character. Uh, if she's a reporter with her with her with her due, she'll uh, she'll know her stuff. I mean, she obviously does. She's reported this case pretty bloody quickly. So good call, literally. Yeah, reporters—they just—they're exploitive. They. Yeah, yeah. Well, some of them are pretty good. Some of them are, are above board. But uh, look, we don't know. Well, my guess is she never even heard of Jackson only yesterday. Yeah, possibly. All right. Well, uh, what do we want to do now until we uh, do we head over to? Maybe we should go see uh, Kensington. Or oh, the lawyer. Oh yeah, uh, Carlton Ramsey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, I'm sure he's going to be attending the funeral as well tomorrow. We might yeah, be able yeah, to have two meetings I gotta there. Make sure, uh, gotta make sure. I make sure I get. A, I, I didn't pack a suit. For the, I didn't think I'd need to, but um, yeah. God, it's, it's still just, some shops. It's just still all sinking in that that Jackson's really gone. It's mm. Jesus. But could we could we make it up to Miskatonic? today since it's still early and then be back in time for the funeral tomorrow where we can meet up with both rebecca schusenberg and carlton ramsey we, we gotta can't. be careful that the cops the cops told us not to leave town we can't nah, we can't get off the miskatonic look we can't we're we're innocent we didn't do anything the thing is we won't be able to get to miskatonic and back in time for our two o'clock meeting with uh oh that's what right. about um and i i pulled the uh the the um the card shipping the imports to Emerson Imports because that, that was a that name is New right? York. Yep, Emerson Imports, and there's a name on that. Uh, Silas Nakwane. Silas Silas Nakwane. Uh, we could go check these guys out. There was yeah. also a card with a London address. What what was the what was the, the name? Pen, the Penhu Foundation. Oh, yeah, they were the, the guy, ones. Yeah, they were the ones who were originally in charge of the expedition. And the and the cultists had their card, had his card or the foundation's Wait, card. Wait, I'm assuming, what? I'm assuming that the cultists took all the oh, evidence Jackson, that we found yeah. in the thing were yeah. was collected uh, yeah, by Jackson. Yeah, good point. Yeah, they're probably just. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's something I'd like to clarify because I wasn't really sure. Did we find those things on the cultists or on the floor in the room? Oh. So it seemed yeah, like the cultists were taking things, is the impression that you got. Yeah, okay. yeah that's what you're saying. That, that, that they, doesn't necessarily mean that they had them before. It just yeah. means that Elias had them. Though they could be grabbing those things because they were... Related they were to, to... Yeah, they were wanting to take away stuff that were connected to them. So we had the, the Emerson Imports. We had the Penhu Foundation. We had the Crouching Tiger... They had a matchbook from a some from this in stumbling Shanghai. tiger stumbling, bar in Shanghai. Stumbling tiger? Yep. In in Shanghai. Uh, and then we had Harvard. We had a, a connection with Harvard University um, about a book that Jackson was trying to get uh, get get contact with. 
Yeah, what um, was the book that he was at? Hey, Frederick, you, you, you. Uh, the letter did not say what book it was. Right. You, you've got. Con do you have any connection to Harvard? You can make a call. See, track down. Uh... I've, I've only, I think I've only shipped off uh, one little Guga to Harvard, and that was years and years ago. But you know what? We could. We, what was it was a lady, wasn't it, at Harvard? Adamage. Uh, Miriam Artwhite. Art. Right. Miriam. Miriam Otwhite. Well, when we go to Miskatonic, we can swing by Harvard. They're only about a half an hour difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Right, Good right. Call. Yeah. Good call. And try to be as her. productive as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I think Harvard's on the Charles and uh, Miskatonic is on the Miskatonic. Hmm. Does anything about the murders that mean Hauser? We're investigating. Is there any? There wouldn't be any connection between that and this, would there? This would be right up my. They, they, they both. I mean, the murders you investigated in New Orleans, New Orleans, definitely had like an occult kind of feel to them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. this is. This is next level. This is different. It's, this is something you. We before we go anywhere, we need to know what questions we're going to ask. All right. Obviously, we're going to ask the professors, the various professors about cults that may be centered in Africa, especially Kenya. Um, the, 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 the blades, um, maybe, maybe the blades are very specific to a certain region or a certain people. Like a we sacrificial could, blade or something. Right. We could, we could go to the, maybe even the, the museum, see if we see anything like that. Uh, talk to uh, talk to some archaeologists. The mark, the mark on the forehead, yeah. that might be something that somebody at the at the the museum might know exactly what that is. Maybe it's on pottery or something. Freddie, Freddie and Morris said uh, said they saw that uh, that uh, Larkin had the same marking. Um, not the same. Not not the same, but sort of similar. Or some vibe, right? Kind of style, I guess. Well, we got we got a few hours. Let's head on over to the the museum. See what we've come up with. Yeah. Talk to uh, talk to one of the uh, curators and maybe draw him a picture. Who's got a drawing? I'm um, I'm okay. okay. I suppose you just make my, shape. My drawing hand is out of order. <laughs> yeah, um, I I would expect I would expect that the knives that we saw were more those were more utilitarian but they could be they could be derived from something sacrificial that would so, be interesting so, to look so, into so, so frederick with your seven i mean going back to your seven when you were trying to identify those types of things um they're they're these are they're called panga knives um and they are just run-of-the-mill yeah kind of very jungle. very oh, utilitarian they're not, they're, yeah they're okay. Not okay so they want like sacrificial knives they're kind of like an african machete basically yeah okay. pretty much yeah. exactly that so okay. it's the symbol that we're looking for mm -hmm. yeah. look i still uh i still wouldn't mind uh heading down to harlem and um doing a bit of bit of footwork uh just around you know with the locals and things um that might not be a bad idea well, you might be alerting them that we're here well, I mean, well, they, they don't, don't know anything about us. They know where where they know we're here. Just, we've one of the guys yeah. got away. Me and Freddie chased yeah. him. Yeah, all they he know knows is know that exactly some. What we look like. All he knows is that some people walked in on him. 
Hmm. He doesn't know yeah. who we are. Well, look, uh, yeah, you you guys head off to the museum. Um, I'm I'm gonna do. I'll I'll keep it on the on the DL. Um, I'm not gonna obviously go and go. Hey, do you know anything about? That? I, I I'll finesse it. Don't don't worry. Right. Uh, Hauser, you wanna you wanna tag along? Sure, sure. Um, and uh, Fox, you get a tap on your shoulder from the concierge, and she says, "Um, sir, there's somebody calling for you." No, thank you. Excuse well, me, gentlemen. We'll meet you guys at lunch with uh, with Lemon. All right, at at two. Yeah. Hello. Uh, hey, hey, Fox. This is this is uh, Jonah. Um, sure, Jonah. Jesus I, Christ, I, Jonah. I, did you? Uh, I saw the paper uh, today. I I don't know if you don't, but um, uh, Jackson is. Uh, Jonah, we were there. You were. You were. This is, Jonah, do you have any idea I, what I, he was I should have I should have said something yesterday. He he was acting acting strange. The things that he brought I I when when you get an opportunity, swing swing by the office. I, I have some things to show you. He brought you some things. Yes. Yeah, we'll some be there. notes. He was we'll no be there in we'll book. be we'll be there in twenty minutes. Oh oh okay. I'll Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see you then. All right, see you then. Holy shit, guys. Apparently, Elias dropped some stuff off at Jonah's yesterday uh, concerning the new book. So maybe there's a whole bunch of info in there. Yeah. Let's. Uh, or at least more clues. Let's head on over. Jump in my car. All right, is everybody going there? Or Chris, Did Chris already is still going to Harlem? Uh, I think me and Hauser, we'd leave. Yeah, they, they've already gone. Yeah, All right. we had it. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, so and they're going to meet us at the university? They're going to meet I mean, you at the um, guy's house. So, 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 yeah. So, outside of his apartment building. All right. All right. So, that's what we'll do. All right. So, so you go there. I mean, they're just a small publisher. They're nothing big. The, the office building's nothing fancy. Just a, Jonah. Uh, just I am so idiot. sorry, Jonah. Uh, well, it's it's not it's not your fault here. He from under his desk, he takes out a couple of glasses and a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. This is Please, uh, uh, you. You remember Frederick and uh, and Morris? Oh yes, yes. The uh, yes, Morris he talked was, about you fondly. Morris was badly wounded by one of those guys last night. We fought him off. Unfortunately, they got to Elias before we got to him. It's a, it's a damn shame, but I'm I'm glad you're still with us, Morris. Yes, me too. I so what do you so got so here? Sorry to hear about friend. Look, what I, do you uh, got? And he kind of he pulls open. Some files up. He's like, "Look, uh, Jackson's been traveling all around the globe and has been writing me about this idea of this new this new book uh, related to the Carlisle expedition. Uh, he was very excited, um, but I um, I hadn't heard from him in in a while. That he uh, that's what we thought he, he was going to talk to us about, but I, I didn't hear from him until." Uh, this December, um, 
he had wired me from London. He had, um, he, he said he'd seen unbelievable things. Um, he mentioned the monstrous conspiracy, this worldwide um, gravitas to it, just from his adventures. I, anyway, this is, this is what I got, but I, I do, I do have to ask you though, um, look, I, I'm not sure how, how right in the head he was towards the end. Um, so some of this shouldn't get out to the papers. I would hate to see what it did to his. We ain't going to talk to the papers. Does it say, dear Jonah? Yep. Big news. There is a possibility that not all of the members of the Carlisle expedition died. I have a lead. Though the authorities here uh, deny deny the cult angle. The the the, the Nash the uh, the natives. The natives sing a different tune. You wouldn't believe the stories. Some juicy notes coming your way. This one may make us all rich. Uh, blood and kisses, Jay. And these are type notes that he sent. Ah, uh, ah, uh, that was two Jonas from Jackson. Yeah. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, set one of the Nairobi notes uh, sets forth the offices, officials, and tribes which Elias uh, Elias visited, searching for materials concerning cults and cult rituals. Elias mentions uh, Roger Corridon. Uh, the Colonel uh, Undersecretary for Internal Affairs. However, he notes that nothing conclusive was learned. Elias discounts the official version of the Carlisle Massacre. Set 2 describes his trip to the massacre site. He notes particular, particularly that the earth there is completely barren and that all the tribes of the region avoid the place, saying that it's cursed by the god of the Black Wind, whose home is the nearby mountaintop. Set three is an interview with uh, Jonathan, Johnston Kenyatta, who says that the Carlisle murders may have been performed by the cult of the bloody tongue. He says that the cult is reputedly based in the mountains and that its high priestesses is a part of the mountain of the Black Wind. Elias is politically skeptical, polite, I'm sorry, Elias is politely skeptical, but uh, Kenyatta insists upon the point. In quotes, Elias records that regional tribes fear and hate the bloody tongue, that tribal magic is of no protection against the cult, and that the cult's god is not of Africa. Interesting. Set four follows up on the Kenyatta interview. Elias confirms from several good sources that the bloody tongue exists, though he finds no first-hand evidence of it. Tales include children stolen for sacrifice, and creatures with great wings are said to come down from the mountain of the Black Wind to carry people off. The cult worships a god unknown to folklorists, 
one fitting no traditional African pattern. Elias insists um, San Mariga Railway Station, uh, Neville German, Dr. Saret, Staret, Lieutenant Selkirk, and Colonel uh, Endicott as people he questioned. Set five is a single sheet reminding Elias that the Cairo-based portion of his Carlisle itinerary must be examined carefully. He believes that the reason which prompted Carlisle's Kenyan side trip is on, uh, is on the Nile. Uh, somebody else want to take over? <laughs> Set six is a long interview with Lieutenant Mark Selkirk leader of the men who actually found the remains of the Carlisle expedition. Importantly, Selkirk says that the bodies were remarkably undecayed for the length of time which they lay in the open, almost as if decay itself wouldn't come near the place. Secondly, the victims had been torn apart as if by animals, though what sorts of animals would pull apart bodies so systematically he could not guess. Unimaginable, inexplicable, Selkirk agrees that the Nandis may have something to do with the episode, but suspects that the charges against the ringleaders were trumped up. It wouldn't be the first time, he says cynically. Finally, Selkirk confirms that no Caucasians were found amongst the dead. Only the corpses of the Kenyan bearers were scattered across the barren plain, despite what was claimed at the inquest. Set seven is another single sheet. Elias ran into Nails Nelson at the Victoria Bar in Nairobi. Nelson had been a mercenary for the Italians on the Somali-Abyssinian border and had escaped into Kenya after double-crossing his employers. Nelson claimed to have seen Jack Brady alive in Hong Kong less than two years before Elias was in Kenya and long after the Kenyan court declared that Brady and the rest of the expedition were dead. Brady was friendly, though guarded and taciturn. Nelson didn't press the conversation. This report only strengthened Elias' belief that the principal members of the expedition might still be alive. Set 8 discusses a possible structure for the Carlisle book, but is mostly featureless with entries like tell what happened and explain why. And as after you read through this, um, mm. once again, Kensington looks right at you, Hawk. And he says, listen, all right, when I say this doesn't get out, I mean it. In particular, the kind of hesitates uh, this and he hands you this kind of amalgamation of paper it's all stitched together um they're just um it's all in, in jackson's handwriting but there's like pages that are blank or sometimes just a single word over and over and over again for multiple pages um very sporadic um and on the last page. Many names, many forms, but all the same and towards the ends. Need help, too big, too ghastly. These dreams, dreams like Carlyle's. Check that psychoanalyst files, all of them survived. They'll open the gate, why? So the power and the danger is real. They, many threads beginning. The books are in Carlyle's safe coming for me will the ocean protect ho ho no quitters now must tell and make readers believe should i scream for them 
let's scream together. Okay, he's losing his mind at that point, I think. Does sound a little uh, harrowed. Yeah, geez, we're getting into one of these. A little, I thought he was a little paranoid, but uh, well, given the events of last night, not paranoid Jonas, enough. Jonas, did you read the first draft of uh, of his last book, Hungry Dead? Um, well, yes. It was a little uh, too fantastical. Yeah, it wasn't fantastical, dude. We went through this. We uh, we were there. We fought off the vampires. I'd say that Jackson was exposed to something that has that warped his mind. Well, that's. Uh... Well, then I suppose he he was a brave of, as a man as I knew. Uh, we need to keep these fight. we need to keep these somewhere safe, but where we can look at them and research them. We ain't gonna tell anybody. Nobody well, believe us anyway. All right, this, well I'll, I'll I'll continue to keep them here in my my safe until you identify somewhere else, but Yeah, that's all right. That should Here, be fine. Yeah. One last drink to Jackson. And he pours everybody another class. You're going to be at the funeral tomorrow? Yes. And I was... I was talking to uh, Mr. Ramsey. He'll he'll be there, too. Yeah. Colton? No, Carlton. Carlton. All right. Well, we'll see you then. How do you know how that news that news story broke so fast? None of us went I, to the press. I, I can't imagine that any of no, the no, officers. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry uh, about that, Chapman. I, I I I wouldn't worry about that. The police oh, they yeah. they sell they they sell stories to the to the papers. Well, well. Sometimes they have a, a newsroom right there in the police station. That's so. Oh, good. Hmm. They're like vultures. Oh, news travels oh. slower in uh, New Mexico. A little bit faster in California, I guess. So. Yeah. Well, this is New York. Yeah. It never sleeps. Well, to to Jackson. To Jackson. And with Christopher and Hauser starting to wander the streets of Harlem, I think we're at two hours. So it's a good place to call. All right. <sighs> Jackson Elias. Now we know why they were good friends with Jackson Elias. Our players included Zane Fleming, Brian Daly, Mick Swan, Stuart Lipley, and myself with Morgan Llewellyn as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. We have a new patron, John Dos Passos, 
has generously pledged $3 a month, which will help us to continue to improve our show. Thank you so much, John. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to turn with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.